All right. Welcome to the Investing in Intelligence podcast, where we talk about artificial intelligence companies, stocks, and trading. I'm James here with my co-host, Kai. And today we'll be talking about Arista Networks, aka ANET. I want to remind you that the opinions expressed on this podcast are just that, opinions. They should not be taken as specific advice to invest in a particular way. Arista Networks engages in the business of cloud networking solutions. The firm is also involved in switching and routing platforms and related applications. And they, like many companies, are trying to paint themselves as an AI company. All right. So I'm going to start off and talk a little bit about my take on ANET, and then we'll hear a little bit more from Kai. So disclaimer, I do not have uh, a position in ANET right now, so I neither own nor do I have a trade open in ANET. I did previously, and I sold immediately after their last earnings. We are currently in Q1 of Arista's 2024. If it maintains a PE of 37, the high analyst price target would take us to 312, and the average analyst estimate for earnings for the year would take us to 277. So the, the way I get to that number is taking their current PE of 37, multiplying it by the average analyst estimate for earnings for 2024, and then multiplying it by the high analyst estimate of earnings. So that's a range of 277 to 312. And current stock price is 288. So I personally am short-term bullish on Arista. And the reason is because I think that everyone right now is buying anything and everything that has anything and to do with AI. So if they if they hear the word AI, then they buy, especially when they think it's a pick and shovel play, which people seem to think Arista is. So I'm short-term, I'm short-term bullish on Arista because I think up until the next earnings call, I think everyone's just buying anything that has to do with AI. And they seem to think Arista is a central player. They seem to think Arista is making switches and cables and things like that, that are uh, a pick and shovel for the expansion of AI and cloud computing. Pick and shovel. I am long-term bearish. You hurt my feelings, Go for it, James. What? You know, what's interesting is... If you remember previously, I brought Arista Networks to your attention. Uh, hi, I'm Kai. Uh, I'm so stoked about this podcast. It's been a long-term dream of mine to get on camera with uh, the young Dr. James here. But I'm, I'm super, I'm super stoked. Um, I, I remember bringing Arista Networks to his his attention previously, and uh, picks and shovels brings me back to like 2000 years ago, maybe, maybe like 500 years ago, uh, James, I think Arista network is, is not a, that old of a company. So Arista networks, you know, I heard someone say the other day that the spear was a new technology at one point. And so AI is a new technology. We don't really understand what's a pick and shovel and what's not a pick and shovel. So, for example, one of the big lines that uh, Jensen Wong, the CEO of NVIDIA, is using on his conference calls is saying that he is not a pick and shovel, that his GPUs are not a commodity because there's 36,000 parts that goes into it. And something cannot be a commodity if it has 36,000 parts. So corn is a commodity, oil is a commodity, but something that has 36,000 parts is not. Now, I actually think what ANET makes is a commodity. Uh, their switches, their Ethernet technology, I actually believe that is a commodity. So if, if, if you want to worry about picks and shovels 
and too much competition and things like that, I would worry about ANET, not, not NVIDIA at this point in time. Um, but that's partially why I'm long-term bearish on Arista. The other reason uh, is just that the pick and shovel that they're making, NVIDIA already has a solution for that. So there's InfiniBand and there's Ethernet and Arista focuses on Ethernet. Previously, when they were putting together these AI clusters, they wanted uh, so putting together AI clusters with NVIDIA chips uh, or other chips for accelerated AI computing. Uh, they usually wanted to use InfiniBand rather than Ethernet. Well, okay, once again, so ANET makes Ethernet, not InfiniBand. InfiniBand yeah, is so proprietary to NVIDIA. Go ahead. Can you clarify something for me? So I'm the average investor. Can you explain to me, just in general, what does Arista networks do, who are their clients and what is it, what is it exactly that they're selling in the AI space? Well, can we start with that for, for me? Okay. So I can't, I can't explain any more than I know, but what I can tell you is they're involved in switching and connecting GPUs. Uh, and they also have their own proprietary software that helps with networking. So, yeah, so they do a, a number of different things, but I, I would say that they mainly focus on switches, connectors, um, and they do have a proprietary software for operating the GPUs as a cluster. Now that brings up another issue, which is their software. So not only is there NVIDIA software to compete with their software, which I expect they'll win, but there's also what we call white box software solutions, which are generic open source free solutions. So why would you pay Arista for their solution if you can either pay for the better NVIDIA software or uh, not pay at all for a white box solution? Um, so, yeah, I mean, my, my, main bear case, my main bear case for longer term on Arista is just that NVIDIA beats them. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Would it be These safe to want... say, yeah, so would it also be safe to say, in my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is one of the main things Arista Networks does is build up cloud networks. So these chips that NVIDIA sells goes to these companies. But the one thing in Arista Networks does, uh, as well as potentially a competitor, is build out these cloud cloud networks for this AI uh, development. Is that correct? Or correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think so. I think Arista is selling the picks and shovels. I think that SMCI is putting it together on racks and selling that. Uh, I think Cloudflare is creating a regional, a multi-region uh, data center, AI data center. And there are other companies that, of course, do data centers, data warehousing. But no, I think Arista is literally selling the picks and shovels, the connectors, um, the routers, the, um, the, the uh, software to the software that, that things are based on. So... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I can't explain anything I don't know. So I'm, I'm not as technical as maybe a computer science expert would be. But from what I understand, they're doing switches and connectors and uh, software to run as a base layer. Um, so, I, you know, NVIDIA does all the same things. Cisco does some of those things also. I would bet See, on NVIDIA. So one of Arista Network's main competitors is, is Cisco correct. And so what I'm understanding from you is that, well, if you're bearish long-term, you're bullish long-term on its competitors, 
one of those competitors you're saying is NVIDIA. So they do the GPU chips as well as software, but you're saying that they're going to build out some of these cloud networks with uh, the particulars you're using picks and shovels that Arista networks. And so essentially you're not going to need Arista networks anymore. Is that, is that what you're saying? Is that under my understanding that correctly? Yeah. So, you know, when we look at the, the old way of describing it was basically that Arista had more high performance parts than Cisco. So right now I'm showing, uh, I believe this is a Morningstar bull versus bear comparison. So you see what they say here. We see heightened investment and competition from Cisco in Arista's core high-speed market, which may make growth and market share gains more difficult. Arista has a weaker position in areas of networking outside high-speed switching and may struggle to expand into adjacent markets. Um, but then sometimes they kind of say the, the kind of the opposite thing they just said for the, for the bull case. So they say here, Arista has gained a top market share position in high-speed switching, uh, resulting in our view from technology leadership. I frankly disagree with that a tad bit. So the way I would put it would be that NVIDIA and InfiniBand have the pole position in high-speed switching rather than Arista. So, and, and if you consider that most people are working with NVIDIA directly, then most people are going to buy NVIDIA's add-on solutions right. like they're switching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, bearish in the long term are you bullish in the short term on arista networks arista network right now is quite above its 21 day ema uh moving average is 21 day moving average it's almost at 290 are you are you bullish in the short term yeah i'm glad you asked that because there are two things i can say in regards to that so first of all i'm bullish up until april 29th which is their next earnings but at the same time let's just compare it to other stocks so arista today was up 3.69%, okay? So once again, Arista up 3.69% today, NVIDIA up 4%, the SMH Semiconductor ETF up 4.05%, SMCI up 4.5%, Pure Storage up 5%. Um, I could go on, TSM, Taiwan Semi up 4.06%. So they're being outperformed by a whole host of other, ASML up 4.13%, uh, Broadcom up 7.59%. So why am I buying Arista? Why am I buying Arista when all these other amazing AI stocks are outperforming on a daily? I mean, this is just one day that I'm just looking at one day of. Go ahead. Well, so so you're bearish across the board. That's what that's what I was trying to understand. <laughs> you're you're yeah, not bearish yeah, in the long yeah. term. Yeah. So you know, uh, James doesn't own any Arista networks. We had talked previously uh, when uh, about Arista networks. I'd like to just point a few things out, and just for the basic investor, and we're all trying to learn, and so. You know, from 2021 to 2023, Arista Network's earnings per share has been stellar. I mean, you're 31% growth, 62% growth, 54% growth. That's steady growth in EPS. And so one of the things that just to get down to the basics is to learn to evaluate sort of the macroeconomics of the company would be I look at EPS growth over time. Um, also, I like to look at its net profit margin, which is essentially the revenue of the company minus the cost of the company divided by the revenue. And its net profit margin last year was like around 40%. Um, I like to look at its assets, its liabilities. It's got almost $10 billion of asset and around $3 billion of liability. So that's its steady growth. Uh, 
good net net profit margin. It also has, I like to look at one of the things I like to trend is it's book value per share as well as that that price to book ratio. And you've seen and I've seen steady book value per share growth over the last four years. So as a company, it's growing, it's doing really well. Um, it's had very good growth. And its last two earnings calls, one, it jumped about $30 per share. Its most recent one, it dropped $30 per share, but it had a little sniffle in its earnings. I mean, it posted really good EPS. It was in line better than expected, but it, it wasn't perfect. And so it dropped. So I, I have a difficulty in seeing a complete bear case per se on it. What I'm hearing from you, and would this be safe to say that it's not having the growth of 200% that NVIDIA has of EPS in one year. So what is your standard here? Is 40% not a good enough standard? Is 30% not good enough standard? I mean, what are you really wanting out of a stock of a good company to buy? I mean, explain to me that. Is it just not good enough 40% for you? Yeah, well, I, I should pull up their actual earnings report and kind of, um, I would like to know quarter over quarter. So there was there was something in the earnings report I didn't like. Now, this was the earnings report was some weeks ago. I don't remember everything that was said, but definitely in the earnings call, I was unimpressed. The CEO, exact words from the CEO were, AI is coming, it's just not here yet. And I fundamentally disagree with that statement. AI is here. So what the CEO meant to say was that, AI is here now, it's just not here for us yet. So AI is here now for NVIDIA, for SMCI. SMCI had to increase their earnings estimates before it was even earnings. They had to like literally pre-announce that they were gonna make way more money than they expected. So some of these companies are having explosive growth, whereas Arista is not, and the CEO openly, openly admits that in the earnings call, the CEO says, not yet, but that's a an excuse. Saying AI is not here yet is an excuse for the fact that they're not competing, in my opinion. So what I would say is that I'm, I'm concerned about the next earnings call. I'm concerned that, I mean, you're right. We've had a good increase in the share price over the, the past uh, weeks but and months. But I would be more concerned about what happens after the next earnings if, if, they, if they miss. Because right now, everyone in the market is trying to sniff out what are the real AI plays and who is the imposter. So that's what I'm trying to do too. I'm concerned that Arista might be an imposter. Well, I think, I, I don't think you could call them imposter. I mean, $10 billion of, of asset, uh, 6.58 EPS is not an imposter. Now it's not, billions and you know tens of billions of dollars of revenue that some of the other AI plays have, but to call it an imposter, I think is a little harsh. I, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, James would like to see incredible growth in an AI play. Um, and Arista Networks may not provide you with 200% growth of revenue in a year. Um, however, so what are your, I, what are your feelings? What are your feelings real quick? What are your feelings as far as diversification in AI is, is Arista networks, not in a 
in a diversified AI portfolio? Are are you keeping it in your portfolio? You don't own it. Are you? Would you add it? Obviously, I think the answer to that is no. But what if you're? What if uh, an investor is saying, "Hey, James, I don't want to put all my eggs, so to speak, in a SMCI Nvidia. I would like to go into sort of." Uh, these cloud networking companies that help develop or set up these uh, cloud networks for some of these companies and invest in a particular space. Where are you putting your diversification uh, investment? Are you putting that at all in the cloud networking space or what I'm hearing from you is you would just stay with NVIDIA or some of the other uh, companies? So first of all, I should just say for their Q4 earnings, it looks like their EPS was 2.08 versus an estimate of 1.71. So earnings per share, they did beat significantly. Sales was 1.54 billion versus an estimate of 1.54 billion. So they didn't really beat on sales. And if I remember correctly from the earnings call, I think some of the analysts were trying to figure out how EPS was so good despite lackluster sales growth or something like that. If I, if I remember correctly from the, the earnings call, there was a little bit of confusion and there was like an improvement in margins or something like that, where there, there was something that, that I don't want to say the numbers look better than they really were, but let's, let's just say, let's just say I'm skeptical of, of their ability to have the James remains now, to get to your James question, remains skeptical, skeptical, skeptical. Uh, to get to Would you agree that it, uh, just the, the macroeconomics look good for Arista Networks? Just the EPS growth over the, the micro, last four or five years? Just the, the, yeah, the share book value? Well, I, look, I, mean, I mean, you're still you're t- still talking a price to book ratio of 30. And for all those out there, explain to them, James, real quick, why EPS, earnings per share, or a PDE ratio of a company and investing – in these AI companies is either a good or poor metric. Why would, you know, let's say an investor saying, I want EPS over the last 10 years. I want to see a good EPS growth of the last 10 years. Um, And you know what? I don't see this AI company having it. So that's how I invest. Please explain uh, just EPS and what that may mean for an AI company just in general. Um, I mean, I think, I think, investors reward growth more than they do anything else. So the example, the the best comparison would be Apple. Apple has great cash flow, great cash on the balance sheet, but they're not growing that much. So the stock is going down. Analysts are downgrading it. So yeah, I think, I think growth is kind of what people want to see most. Uh, If you get, so if you get EPS growth uh, for the, let's say, let's say PE stays the same. Like we were just talking about a set PE of 37 for Arista. Let's say uh, the PE ratio stays at 37. If we get EPS going up, well, that means the price should be higher. So the price target should be higher because what we do to calculate kind of the price would be their four quarters of EPS times their PE ratio or whatever PE ratio you think they should have. So yeah, if EPS goes up, technically the price of the stock should go up. Um, Yeah, so growth is kind of what investors reward most for our company. But I, I do want to answer your other question previously. We'll start wrapping up in a minute here, but I wanted to answer your question. You said you were asking about kind of like, well, how do you structure an AI portfolio, which is kind of the heart of why we're doing this, this podcast, because investors are struggling to know which stocks are really AI stocks. And every company on their earnings call is mentioning the word AI. So technically everything could be an AI stock right now. But uh, 
early on, people were focused on the picks and shovels. Now there's more companies like ServiceNow that are saying that they're benefiting from the software side of AI. Microsoft, of course, is trying to benefit from the software side of, of AI. So I, I think you have a mix, but I think you have to vet these companies based on their earnings beats, their earnings and their guidance. So are they, are they beating on earnings? Are they beating on guidance? Are they beating on revenue? Are they are they beating on these things? And then also, if you're if you want to be a more if you want to be a bit more granular, go listen to the earnings call. I'm doing that for all of my 20, 20, 23, 24 core AI holdings, and that's why I don't have conviction in Arista, but I do have conviction in other things like Cloudflare and Nvidia and SMCI. Yeah, does that answer your question? Well, we plan to cover a lot more of these different companies in the future and wanted to start with uh, Arista Networks. Um, yeah, I, I think would this be accurate to say Arista Networks is a, is a really good company, especially over the last five years. Um, it's shown consistent growth. Um, it, if you can take the pain, I mean, for those of us after earnings that owns shares of Arista Networks and could deal with the pain, Arista Networks is is way above its 21-day EMA. However, would it be accurate to say you would like to see more revenue growth over a shorter period of time than Arista Networks is showing with its AI competitors, and so therefore you're not choosing Arista Networks for your portfolio? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I want to see more revenue growth. I want to see more revenue growth. I want to see a better beat on on, uh, top line, bottom line. I want to see a CEO who's enthusiastic, a CEO who is not telling us that explosive growth is going to come somewhere down the road, down the road, but saying that the time is now. Our time is now. That's what I want to hear on. Yeah, I want to see a, a CEO wearing a hoodie with Arista Networks, you know, like like a, a, a an investment hoodie. So, um, I, I, I for the listeners out there, I, I think uh, James's points are extremely valid. I think I would add it to a diversification portfolio. I think Arista Networks is going to continue to show growth. Um, there are competitors, Cisco being one of them, but Arista Networks does build out these cloud networks for very large AI players. And so I think that keeping it in your portfolio is very reasonable. Um, but look at the basics of these companies. And one of the things that James may not have said is that a lot of these AI companies don't have five years of EPS to show. This is a very new thing. I mean, I think AI is, is going to make the dot-com era, for example, uh, look incredibly small. Well, we're in the beginnings of something that is unyet to determine the growth in a lot of these companies. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but you, yeah. you can't really judge some of these new AI companies. And that's something that I've learned. For example, NVIDIA, you don't have three or four years of data to look at. It's astronomical growth over a short period of time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping Arista Networks in your portfolio. I'm bullish on Arista Networks um, in the long term uh, and, and even in the short term. But um, yeah, what do you think of the market? To, you know, this last week, especially with the core PCE coming yeah, out, what do you do, think of the market? Yeah, what do you think? What do you think of so going? What do you think of the AI plays? Let's both do forty-five seconds on our overall view of the market and you know the market as a whole, and then AI. So I, literally, I want to keep it to like forty-five seconds or a minute. But I, I'm starting my timer. So my take on the market is that CPI, PPI were were a bit higher than expected. So that adjusted the expectations for PCE. PCE was in line. 
I think we're going to go sideways or down for the coming weeks. I don't know for sure. I mean, I guess I don't want to say that. I want to say the market is looking for a reason to pull back because we've had such a run over the past months. The market is looking for a reason to pull back, but we just don't have the reason. There is no reason to pull back. So you've got the bears looking at state by state unemployment numbers. I think we move sideways, maybe a little up, maybe a little down, but I don't see any big moves coming until we have more inflation data uh, until we have another Fed meeting. I don't see that happening. So that's my 45 seconds. Uh, you go ahead and um, give me your take. Yeah, interesting. I mean, we had a, uh, uh, of course, he, uh, the PCE fell in line. And so up, up and away today. I, I actually expected a little sideways movement. I think the market moved sideways. I think we had a great February, um, great January. I think we moved sideways for a little while. But gosh, I mean, this with AI and everything, it's hard to judge. Um, informational technology sector is 9% over the last month. The consumer discretionary, I think, was the only thing close at 8%. So as a sector, we're up, up, and away. Uh, Arista Networks, it is, it's 21-day EMA is 270. It's almost at 290. It's 200-day moving average is 200. And so we're quite away from the 200-day. I think we're going to go sideways a little ways and then up, up, and away from there. All right. Sounds good. So we're going to go ahead and close out there. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a rating, review, like, or comment. And we'll be back in our next episode to cover something we haven't decided yet. So we'll discuss that and figure out what we're going to cover in our next I, episode. I expect an AI play hoodie with Arista Networks on it next time, James. We talk. <laughs> you know, I'm looking forward to the next companies we're talking about. It was a great time. I, I was stoked. This is one of my lifelong dreams. I'm now marking something off my bucket list to do a podcast with James here. So you're really bringing in the first episode love. All right. So you can find all our holdings and trades at investingintel.ai. Uh, if your first language is Chinese, Japanese, or Arabic, you can also find our podcast in those languages on YouTube. I didn't tell you Kai previously that we're going to do AI translation to three other major languages, but we're going to do that too. So Duolingo. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> No one needs Duolingo anymore because of AI. <laughs> All right. We'll close Thank out there. Too. Thank you so much, Kai. See you next time. Thanks, James. Have a good one.